Welcome on in WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you with an NFL Picks Weekend edition of the show. Appreciate everyone listening, of course, subscribing and following the podcast, especially our YouTube videos that we do. Myself and Tucker Bagley a lot during the week. Follow the 94 WIP YouTube page. Subscribe there and you get all the video feed. Today, we drop the picks for week number two. And I was disappointed last week. Uh, went two and three in week one. Uh, you know, a play to a play here, play there, three and two, and feeling better. But two and three, first week of the season, get the rust off like some of these teams. No preseason NFL betting, so is my first. We got five picks for you today as we try to have a winning week here in week two of the NFL season. We'll be doing these every single week and dropping them in the feed uh, on Saturday for you guys to uh, to listen to and and if you want, uh, jump on it and bet with me. So I got five picks for week number three, week number two. So last week I was really on the underdogs and I was actually one and three into Monday night. Neither just to keep it close, and then I saw Rodgers go down, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm going to go 1-4 and four my first week. What a tough week that would have been. But somehow, someway, the Jets win that game outright, obviously covering the number. I get to 2-3. and three. I was on the dogs last week. Really liked a lot of underdogs. This week, I'm actually on three favorites, and we'll see if the strategy plays off. I'm on three favorites, two dogs this week, but there's shorter, do- shorter favorites where I think those teams will take care of business. Let's start off game number one. For this week, it's a big bounce-back spot for a couple teams. One in particular, I think it's it's time for the Bengals to bounce back after a really ugly, and I mean an ugly, performance in Cleveland last week. Cleveland manhandled the um, the, the, the Bengals last week. And, and I think in that division, for some reason, there is something where the Browns have the Bengals number. Last Halloween, they did the same thing. Even the next game they played later in the season, the Bengals didn't put up a ton of offensive points. They really struggle... With that Browns defensive front, with their back end, Burrow doesn't seem to play great against them. So I'm not going to watch last week and say, oh no, the Bengals aren't that good, Burrow's not that good, the calf has another week to heal from not playing and then playing last week. I I think this is a big bounce back week for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Then you throw in the Ravens coming off a very ugly win over the Houston Texans, and really if they weren't playing a rookie quarterback and a team devoid of offensive skill players, they may have lost to Houston. I was not impressed last week at all with the Baltimore Ravens. Now they're down offensive linemen. They have injuries on their defense. There's a lot of issues right now in Baltimore. I think it's a big spot for Joe Burrow and the Bengals. I will lay the three. Bengals minus three over the Ravens. All these lines, courtesy of FanDuel Sportsbook. Bengals minus three over the Ravens, and when it comes to Joe Burrow, he is the quarterback to back after a loss. So he's 13-4 against the spread after a straight-up loss, including when losing when losing early in the season, 8-1 against the spread in September, October, coming off a loss. That, that's a, that strikes me. He's 7-1 against the spread after a straight-up loss when scoring fewer than 20 points. That applies from last week. They didn't move the football. They didn't score. And since 2020, Burrow's 13-4 against the spread number. After a straight-up loss, second best in the NFL. It's very difficult to beat Burrow two weeks in a row. I mean, that, that's that's the reality of it. I'll back Joe Burrow. I'll back his track record, his his weapons. Give me the Bengals minus three. All right, game number two, we're going with, you know what, I'm going to roll through the favorites here, then we'll get to the dogs. My second favorite this week is the Giants, minus four and a half against the Cardinals. I think we're getting a really good number this week on the Giants because of how bad they played last week against the Cowboys. I mean, you really, the rea- it's become an overreaction. Do I think the Giants are a very good team? I don't. I think it's probably a 7 or 8 win football team this year. They come back from where they were last year. But let's not forget the Cardinals' win total is 3.5. The Cardinals are looked at as one of the worst teams on paper the NFL's put out in the last 15 years. The Cardinals played and stuck with a a 
below average Commanders team last week in a game one, ugly, mucked it up, did a whole bunch of weird things and reverses and flea flickers and nonsense kind of plays. They threw the kitchen sink to stay in the game against the Commanders. The Cardinals are likely worse than they looked last week. The Giants almost certainly are better than they looked last week. If the Cardinals had lost by two, two, th- two or three scores, and let's say the Giants had beat the Cowboys or it would just been a competitive, you know, 24 to 20 game. This line is probably seven. I think we are getting two and a half points of value just with these two teams because of what happened last week. And I saw this number. I think it's a really interesting one. After a loss under Brian Dable, so the losses they had last year, the Giants were 6-0 and against the spread after a loss. They bounced back the next week. And Daniel Jones, it's pretty remarkable. Most quarterbacks, including Jalen Hurts here in Philadelphia, are way better at home. Daniel Jones is the opposite. So in his career, Daniel Jones is 13-16 and against the spread at home. When you take him out of MetLife, out of New Jersey, and you put him on the road, he's 19-8 and against the spread. That is the best road against the spread number of any quarterback since Jones came in the NFL. And remember last year, the playoff game, they won. Obviously, they got beat up here in Philadelphia, but he won a road playoff game outright in Minnesota. Jones is usually better on the road. Giants are not as bad as they were last week. The Cardinals are terrible. I will take the Giants minus 4.5 in my second game. Third game this week, this one is a tricky one. The number's coming back to me, and that's why I like it. The number was higher earlier this week. I I made a mistake. I should have grabbed the early line on this. But when the Lions won last week oh, in Kansas City, I saw some early threes or three and a halves on this game at home against the Seattle Seahawks. I didn't grab it. Seattle then went and lost in, uh, in Seattle against the Rams. Really a shocking loss. One of the most shocking losses of week one across the NFL. Maybe the only one more shocking was the Bills losing to the Jets with Zach Wilson playing quarterback. But the the Seahawks had a pretty shocking loss. And I know they're desperate now, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of Minnesota coming to Philadelphia on Thursday night. They were desperate. They still didn't win the football game. The numbers sitting right now at four and a half over at FanDuel Sportsbook. I really like the Lions in this spot. A couple of things stand out. Number one, Seahawks have offensive line injuries right now. That's a problem, especially when you factor in, I liked what I saw, the Lions pass rush in week one. Extra rests for the Lions coming off the Thursday night game in week one. They get the extra rest at home. That place is going to be so loud. And last year, Seattle went to Detroit and won the football game. They beat them in Detroit. I think it's a little bit revenge spot from from last year there. Plus, Jared Goff, an extended rest. He's very good. 10-1 against the spread week one and two in his career. That's the best of any quarterback in the NFL last 20 years. And how about this? Jared Goff. At home on extended rest with the Lions. So since he got to Detroit, at home, three and zero, covering by twenty plus points per game. I mean, they blow teams out in this spot, and something to factor in that was a division spot. So less rest and coming off a division game for Seattle. Seattle five and twelve against the spread after facing an NFC West opponent under Pete Carroll. So when they go and they play a division opponent, and their next game is. You know, a non-division opponent, it's 5-12. and 12, Not very good. Under Pete Carroll, last 17. I like the Lions. It's less than 5. Give me the minus 4.5 for the Lions. So, my three favorites. Bengals minus 3 against the Ravens. Giants minus 4.5 against the Cardinals. Lions minus 4.5 against the Seahawks. All right, my two dogs this week. And I'm going back to the well on both. I was in on both last week as, as dogs. One And both didn't come up for me. One almost did. The other one, uh, no show. But I give me the Patriots minus three at home in a division battle. I maybe I'm in the minority. I was really impressed with New England last week. I thought Mac Jones played pretty well. 
I thought their defense really, really showed up against the Eagles, and you could see the the strength, the power, and speed. I mean, that looks like it's a top-five defense in the NFL. And can anyone right now slow down Miami? We're going to find out. But last year and the last couple years in Week 1 games, they have done a pretty good job of keeping Miami in check. Miami hasn't blown the doors off of New England defense like as they have others. And I think this is a really difficult travel spot for Miami. They were on the road last week in Los Angeles, and they fly all the way back to Miami. Now it's another road game in New England. I like the Pats in this spot. And I did not like Miami's defense last week. They're getting a lot of credit for what they did. Their offense, Tua, obviously phenomenal, and he's an early season MVP candidate. Tyree Kill is incredible, and I don't think any defense could shut him down for a full game. But that Miami defense allowed a lot of yards and a lot of points to the Chargers. I think the Patriots' run game gets going this week. They couldn't really get going last week against the Eagles. I think they get going with Rondre Stevenson and Zeke Elliott. And let's be real, the Patriots had really bad luck in that game. I mean, just really bad luck against the Eagles. Otherwise, they're 1-0. They outgained them by over 100 yards. They were the better team for most of that game. I like New England getting three points at home against the Dolphins. So my first dog this week is the New England Patriots. All right, my final pick, and I I gotta be honest with everybody, I I didn't I didn't have five that jumped off the page to me this week. I, I had a almost claw to find my fifth one. So I'm not giving an excuse if I'm wrong on this. I just I, I didn't love the board from that perspective this week where it's like game after game jumping out. I mean it's why I have three favorites. I mean I I'll usually go towards some dogs, but I have three favorites this week and two dogs. So my first dog was the Patriots. My second dog, and I think this is more of an overreaction, more than if you're if you're basing it solely on last week, you might say, Joe, you're crazy. You're, 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 did you watch last week? I did, but I'm not also going to overreact to week one and take away everything I thought from the summer. Now, if it goes the other way in week two and in week three, then you have to over, you have to start reacting. But I like the Steelers at home plus two and a half against the Cleveland Browns. The Browns couldn't have had a better opener. The Steelers couldn't have had a worse opener. Now you have an offensive line injury on the Browns that could be a big one. And a, and a big guy missing against T.J. Watt, who had a ton of pressure last week on Brock Purdy. You have the Steelers with the other side of the reaction, which everyone was high on them. Now maybe they stink. They lost Cam Hayward. Kenny Pickett didn't play well. Some questions of maybe he sustained a concussion because he was slammed his head to the ground last year. I think the reaction is too much. Plus, as I mentioned earlier, you know, sometimes within divisions, teams just have other teams' number. And, and Cleveland may have Cincinnati's number. So are they good? We'll see. Maybe they they certainly could be. Are they a you know a contender to win that division? Absolutely. But are they as good as they looked last week, or was that just a good matchup for them? I think it's probably more to that. And with Pittsburgh, are they bad? Are they going to get just destroyed back at home again? I, I doubt it. And last week may have been that they were going up against the most complete team in the NFL, the San Francisco 49ers, and they were going up against a great coach in Kyle Shanahan. You know. Stefanski's a fine coach. He's okay in Cleveland. I don't think he's anywhere near Kyle Shanahan. I don't think the Cleveland defense, although good, is as good as the San Francisco 49ers defense. And I don't think the weapons on Cleveland, although okay with Deshaun Watson and those guys, and Chubb's obviously a great running back, but they're not as good as that full complement of players that the 49ers have. So then you're getting an overreaction on both sides. Cleveland's not as good as they looked last week. Pittsburgh's not as bad. You get you get Pittsburgh at home in this game, and I like them not to lose their first two home games of the season. I think this is a good spot for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the division to bounce back, get to 1-1, one one, even things out. I'm taking the Steelers plus 2.5, fading the overreaction. So the Bengals minus 3, the... Giants minus four and a half. The Lions minus four and a half. 
the Patriots plus three, the Steelers plus two and a half. Those are my picks for week number five. A couple other games that I did not take, did not put in the, in the, the Friday and Saturday picks for the weekend here for you guys. But I do think are interesting, just the games in general. I really think that Falcons and Packers game is so interesting to see if Jordan Love could do it again, to see if the Packers could stop the run game of the Falcons. And Desmond Ritter, for as much as people are like, you know, kind of very lukewarm on can he be the guy and can they win running this much? You know, Desmond Ritter's never lost a home game in college or the NFL. Not one time. I believe the number now is like 29 and 0. Uh, college and NFL winning home games is a very short number. The other one I find interesting is that Texans and Colts game, a pair of rookie quarterbacks within the division uh, with C.J. Stroud, who actually played decently in his first game in a very tough spot in Baltimore on the road. And then Anthony Richardson, who played kind of, kind of how we expect, herky-jerky, a little um, all over the place, some good plays, some bad plays, taking big hits, but exciting. Um I think that Texas defense is going to be good this year. I think they're going to give the Colts a lot of trouble. Will Anderson was all over the field with about seven pressures in his first game. So those games I think are really interesting. Um, I didn't include them in the picks. There were some of like my next ones out that I kind of had on the radar. And, of course, this week you know, to watch and see if that Cowboys defense can do it again. This time against Zach Wilson. Will Josh Allen bounce back? It's going to be a really, really fun weekend of, of the NFL. And because the Eagles played their game on Thursday. In fact, we get this next week as they'll play on Monday Night Football. It's like you get a free Sunday. Now, for some of us or you, you might be have to do family stuff or you know, you gotta be putting something off or you have the next couple Sundays before the birds are back on Sunday. So I get that. But if you do have NFL Sunday ticket, which uh, through FanDuel I was able to get um, and anyone that plays a you know, $5 bet gets $100 off Sunday ticket. I, I, I got it for the first time this year. I never had Sunday ticket. It was awesome last week. So I can't wait. And I was watching actually most of it during the Eagles pregame show last week, kind of on my iPad in front of me. So this week I can't wait to be at home and have the quad box up and watch Sunday ticket at my house yeah, really excited just to to experience that for the first time and and watch all these games and and we'll see. Hopefully a winning week this week. Two and three the first week. Try to get back to winning ways this week. Again, Bengals minus three over the Ravens. The Giants minus four and a half over the Arizona Cardinals. The Lions minus four and a half over the Seattle Seahawks. And give me two dogs. Patriots plus the three at home against Miami division rivalry game, fading Miami off the big offensive performance. And the Steelers plus two and a half. At home against the Cleveland Browns, trying to upend a Browns team that really, really did a good job last week defensively on Joe Burrow. So those are the bets for this week. Enjoy the weekend. I appreciate everyone who listens, subscribes, follows the podcast. Of course, the 94 WIP YouTube page. Subscribe there. My videos, Elliot and James, the I Hopes guys, sometimes now live uh, parts of WIP, including our interview Last week, myself and Elliot with Nick Sirianni. Great stuff there. Hit that subscribe button. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the NFL. We'll talk soon right here on WIP Daily.